Welcome to the Agile Strategy Lab podcast, where we explore what it means to view your organization, your company, or your community through the lens of agility to create a strategy that works in a rapidly changing world. I'm Liz Nilsson, the Associate Director of the Lab at the University of North Alabama. Today's episode, presented in partnership with the Strategic Doing Institute, is number 37. When you first learn a new language, one of the earliest additions to your vocabulary, after good morning and my name is, are the words for big and small. They seem to be cornerstones of every language, helping us describe the world around us. On the face of it, the two words seem equal. Not the same in definition, but of equal utility. Some things are big, some things are small. In some ways, you can't really have one without the other. We call something big because other things exist that are not so big. In other words, they're small, or at least smaller. But as we learn from quite an early age, big is better than small almost every time. Every child wants to be big. We want bigger consumer items, like cars or houses or computer memory. We want to make a big impression on people. We use big to attract people to products the biggest show on earth, or the biggest loser. Other than nanotechnology and possibly body measurements of people controlling their weight, it's hard to think of a context in which small is consistently thought of as better. The same is true in strategy, at least in as much as people leading organizations are often looking for the big change that will lead to lasting transformation or market dominance. But the reality is that the most successful strategy is usually a series of small changes. That's why we titled one of our recent Third Thursday conversations, Small is Beautiful, with a hat tip to economist E.F. Schumacher, who argued for limiting growth where needed to ensure the well-being of future generations. The guest for this episode, drawn from that conversation, is Sandy Jacobs. Sandy is the mayor of Hayes, Kansas, a community in the western part of the state. Over the last few years, Hayes has been in the center of a growing effort to use strategic doing to identify and implement community improvement strategies. When that work started, Sandy was also the executive director of the Heartland Community Foundation. You'll also hear a bit from Betty Johnson, a consultant who was retained by the Funding Foundation to work with Hayes and other communities. Here's Sandy. I was excited to um, be asked to talk a little bit about this because small is beautiful and I am from a very small area. Um, Harlan Community Foundation is how I connected with uh, strategic doing and we actually serve three small counties in central Kansas. uh, Ellis County being the largest and that's where I live in Hayes. It has a population of about 22,000. We also have an on-campus, Fort Hayes State University is here and we have about 5,000 students on campus. The other counties are Rooks County and Trigo County, and one has population of around 3,000 and one has population around 2,000. So we kind of cross the gamut of small, if you will. Um, we, I'm really impassioned about strategic doing, but as, as Betty will tell you, I didn't start out that way. Um, <laughs> it was introduced to um, our foundation from the Dane G. Hansen Foundation as a method of getting our communities to start thinking strategically, start thinking into the future instead of just 
slamming together grants that seemed to satisfy immediate needs. Um, Betty came into the picture and, and the, the gift from the Hanson Foundation was, we will continue funding your grant process, which is 150,000 twice a year, um, as long as you participate in strategic doing. Thought, oh my, oh goodness, I'm retired, <laughs> really didn't get into this. So we began having conversations with Betty and we said, we'll do what we have to do. We want our money from the Hanson Foundation. So we began in Ellis County and we um, actually had a strategic doing event. And I made up my mind it was gonna be successful even if I didn't think strategic doing was very successful. But we did some good promotion of it and I hope to get 50 to 75 people. We were on campus for our first event and the room held 200. And I was very excited because we had 154 people show up to our first event. And they were all there for all the right reasons. And they covered all the gamut of our community. Um, we consider the big players to be the hospital. Um, we have a major medical center here, Fort Hay State University, um, the city, the county. We have a couple of OTECs. All the players were at the table, USD 489. And they began just talking and listening. And, and one of Betty's exercises, which I'm sure many people are familiar with this type of exercise, but little sticky notes that look like this, we covered four walls in a room with sticky notes, uh, with ideas and thoughts that came away from these tables. The, the biggest thing we did through strategic, through that first event was people all came together in groups to talk about what they thought was important. And the first thing Betty did was separate them all. So the thinking got really really quickly. Um, like I say, we are very small. We did the same things in Trigo County and Rooks County. In Rooks County, we had about 50 at the first event and Trigo County, we had probably 30. And out of all of those, and this has been, we're actually in our fourth year, right? Betty, is yeah. that? Yeah. Uh -huh. um, we've, we had another one in 2019. Of course, we didn't do anything in 2020 because of the pandemic, but we're preparing to do some uh, small events in a couple of our communities and then large events. But I think what's important and a reason that maybe um, Betty asked me to visit with you today is how much of an impact strategic doing can have in a very small community that doesn't have things going on. And I just would like to take my time to share with you some of the initiatives that came out of strategic doing and maybe gets people to think about it a little differently. And I'll start with Rooks County, the community of about, it's actually two communities in Rooks County, Plainville, Kansas and Stockton, Kansas. And between the two, they have about 3000 population. But the first one was just funny and cute and it turned out wonderful. But there's a little town called Codell, and I think it has about 200 people there, if that many. Um, they actually wrote for a grant after attending strategic doing and finding out what, what they could actually do. Uh, they got people involved and they memorialized tornadoes that hit the community three straight years in a row in 1916, 17, and 18. Well, we all kind of laughed at that, but they're in Ripley's, believe it or not. Since they and they actually built a, a cyclone out of steel um, out in front of one of the buildings. And they were actually drawing people to their community to come and see this. So I thought that was just fun. A bigger important event that's happened in that area is uh, Country Lane Apartments, which is a housing authority apartments in a small community that's income um, related. They put together a strategic doing group over there to start addressing needs of the Country Lane Apartments. They were becoming um, 
uh, falling apart. I wouldn't want to, they weren't awful, but they needed new refrigerators. They, they needed a series of things plus some rebuild. And they actually um, have accomplished unbelievable things in that apartment complex over there. They have increased their, uh, they're actually full now and have a waiting list where before they had rooms available. And it's very exciting in rural communities to have a place for the aging and the income, um, have an income related and be able to go and stay in their own communities because so often they need to leave. So it's really important in rural America, which is something I'm extremely passionate about that we find ways for people to be there if they wanna be there. Um, they also um, get a shop local project, which I just thought was wonderful. And the big piece of that was not only did they have local businesses and local community members involved, but they got the high school kids involved. And that is another area we're trying to work towards is find interesting ways for youth to be involved in what's happening in their communities. They may well leave to go to college and, and we don't have any, um, we know they're not coming back immediately in most cases, but if they find that things can happen and why they should be there, we hope to attract some of them back. But the high school students produced, directed and presented a short play that explained what could happen when local people do not support local businesses. The students said this project helped them understand the vital importance of shopping local. The local newspapers featured each business in a promotional ad each week. And each business had signs made for, for their business that they hadn't had before. So it was, it was really exciting for them. Um, the students felt very accomplished in the process and it really gave them an ownership of what's happening in their community. And the last project is ongoing, but it's probably the biggest. It's a trails project. Um, it has the potential to be a huge economic boost to this part of Kansas. It's a, a long-term plan for rails to trails project to run through Western Kansas, making it a destination starting in Rooks County. The bigger piece of that is we have trails across the state of Kansas, and this will be another way of connecting them to those trails. Um, big deal happened in Trigo County, little community of 2000. Um, they had a need to have a walking path. They had some walking path over there uh, that was not connected to anything. And so they started the process of thinking how they could have a walking path through downtown, to the hospital, to the, uh, the um, health center, uh, et cetera, et cetera. By putting all these people together, it made the city manager in Trigo County or city administrator remember reading about a grant at one point in time that was for uh, projects in their communities. I think the important thing to hear in this is in Hanson Foundation is very, very good to the 26 counties it serves in terms of large grants throughout the area. With strategic doing, you get a little leg up on grants going there, but that certainly was, the, was not the whole intention of the Hanson Foundation. It was to find ways to make things happen in our community and maybe not always relying on that foundation to do it. So interestingly, they needed 80 some thousand dollars to complete this path that they designed. And they actually wrote it, well, they needed 110,000. They actually wrote a grant for $82,000 and they received it. Had there not been a strategic project, strategic doing project going on, this never would have surfaced. And it's, a, it's really an amazing thing for their community and they're absolutely thrilled with it. Um, one small, one that is really exciting and makes my heart feel so good is in Ellis County, it's called the Neighbor Project. Okay. And I'm gonna, it, it's a passionate group of locals wanting Ellis County to grow with newcomers feeling welcomed, appreciated and included in our community. Our mission is to gather people together 
to explore our unique character, share our values and traditions, celebrate open dialogue, and build a sense of belonging to a community where our voices matter. Through quarterly events, we'll engage the Ellis County community in welcoming newcomers, exploring the diverse and international flavor of our changing community, and building personal relationships. Tell us your story. Let us get you connected. The shortest distance between two people is a story. This group has done, they didn't go out to do great big projects. They found ways to join in existing things that were going on in the community and making sure new people got invited, got involved, and maybe even taken to those. Um, the, the best part, I think, is one of the members decided that on Saturday mornings, they should have coffees. And they weren't going to have them someplace special. They were going to put lawn chairs in their front yards, set up coffee and donuts, and see who in their neighborhoods would come out. And those are ongoing today, uh, just in neighborhoods, which is really heartwarming because we are beginning to be a more diverse community from an ethnic standpoint. Donuts on the driveway. Right? Donuts on the driveway. <laughs> the, the last one is what I think is going to be um, the biggest thing we're working on. It's going to take the longest, and it's in Ellis County. Um, it is a project called Imagine Ellis County. It has 25 committee members at this point. We've just in involved Betty and she's going to begin facilitating the process. But we've had a problem with city and county government interacting and doing things together. They don't, they don't really talk very much. And as mayor this year, I started engaging one-on-one -on -one coffees with each of those. Well, we're now coming together, uh, the city, the county, the university, the hospital, um, USD 489, all the rest, talking about what our future looks like for the next 25 years and what can we imagine can happen. Um, it's the first thing we're doing, and I'll end with this is, interestingly, we're just asking all those players to come to the table and bring their strategic plan and see how those strategic plans mesh and how we can help each other grow from where we are, as well as think outside that strategic plan box and go forward. So without strategic doing, it needless to say, this would never happen. Um, Betty also knows I cry a lot, so I have to quit because <laughs> I will cry. This has been one of the best things for Heartland Community Foundation in our area. And it started out being something that I would have just as soon turned the page on and never had anything. Thanks for listening. If you find the idea of getting to transformation through small incremental progress intriguing, we'd love to talk with you about how the Agile Strategy Lab can help. Check out our website to learn more at agilestrategylab.org. You can email us through the website. Just look for the Contact Us button. You can learn about Third Thursdays by signing up for news on Strategic Doing at strategicdoing.net. See you next time.